amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey guys, it's Shane from Now That I'm Older. I hope you're liking everything you're hearing on the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. If you are, go to rogan'shell.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. It's not going to cost you anything extra. It's not going to look any different. But every time you use that link, you're going to be helping out the Rogan's Hell Podcast Network. So bookmark rogan'shell.com slash Amazon every time you need to buy something from Amazon. Thanks a lot. the matter is colossus we don't have time for any of your x-men bullshit if i ever decide to become a crime-fighting shit swizzler who rooms with a bunch of other little whiners at neverland mansion with some creepy old bald heaven's gate looking motherfucker on that day i'll send you your shiny happy ass friend request yours truly the powerful nerdcast hello my friends i am Corey. joined with me today is my good friend christian we're also joined by our other good buddy brian brian thank you for joining us on the show today we really appreciate it how are we doing today we are doing fantastic how are you guys doing i'm great it's been it feels like it's been a while but it, you know why it feels like it's been a while because we just released the last one really early it That's is what it yeah was. The <laughs> we, last we, one we, we never release them early usually we wait until the last second and release kind of like a half-assed version which we are kind of doing today because unfortunately we don't have any video today but we're lazy but we're finally here we're healthy and we're ready to talk about this we're healthy <laughs> brand new deadpool movie which I wanted to do a review of it so desperately. We went and saw it on Friday night. It was really exciting. The energy was there. Everybody in the theater was just grooving on all of it. And the next day, I got the flu. Felt like shit. Could barely even breathe, so I never got to do my review. Now we can finally talk about this movie. And I think we can all agree, it was a pretty freaking kick-ass film. Yeah, yeah I thought the, uh, the execution was actually great. Because one of the things that we've seen with a lot of superhero movies that this movie is kind of pioneering is the rated R you know, that's something that a lot of people were talking about because they were like, oh, this movie's actually super violent. There were articles written all over the Internet that says this is why you should not take your kids to go see Deadpool. And uh, they pulled it off. And now it's one of the most successful opening weekends of any superhero movie ever uh, with, I think, like 137 million or 150 million. Yeah, it, beat, like it beat last year's Fifty Shades of Grey, which people are still <clears> talking about. Which I had to see because I had a girlfriend, and that was on Valentine's <laughs> oh, Day. Oh, and I was a like, little different this year. Yeah, this one's better. This one's better. You know, did, that reminds me of the uh, the Deadpool um, Nicholas Sparks advertising. Did you see that? Mm -mm. Did you see that, Brian? No. Now, what what did you think of the film? Um, you know, that? I thought it was it truly was refreshing to, you know, you get into these the in-depth part and the battles and the, the killing of the film. And, you know, you get up to, to like the, the moment it happens and you're just so used to going to a superhero film and you, you're thinking, how are they not going to show it on film or how are they not going to show the gruesome stuff? How are they going to, you know, not show the, show the PC way. Yeah. And for, it was so refreshing to watch and to not have to deal with that. You know, you got to see the, the nitty gritty good stuff about the film. And that was, that was really, really, really awesome to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you look here, this was like a poster they made. And uh, obviously our audience can't look here, but we yeah. are looking at uh, uh, this poster that looked like something out of a romantic comedy or, I don't know, serendipity-looking oh, yeah. motherfucking yeah. poster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, what Ryan Reynolds almost canceled this. He said, no, 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 this is too misleading, guys. Like, no one's going to know this is an actual superhero movie. But it was kind of the marketing of this film was done very well. It was mm -hmm. kind of very uh, tongue in cheek, but very self-aware, which is what Deadpool is. And also they had like posters everywhere. They had like the skull. And uh, what was the emoji? Do you remember that, Corey? They had an emoji version of Deadpool's title. Yeah, it was like um, they, they had like these big billboards that they put up in Hollywood, which would spell out Deadpool with this emoji, which I believe um, was just like there was dead. There was the uh, the little uh, the shit emoji that they actually used in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. The, the chocolate yogurt. 
Chocolate yogurt. Um, and it actually <laughs> did end up spelling out Deadpool. And it was just, it was so weird that you almost couldn't look away from it. We're trying to find an image of it right now. It's pretty ridiculous, but it's a part of that marketing campaign that they used, which was brilliant. There it is. There, there it is. is. Yeah. Skull plus uh, the shit and the L. Deadpool. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> no. something That's what a lot of people put up like on like uh, Twitter and everything, like Deadpool and stuff. Even Ryan Reynolds himself, you know, clearly they had a lot of fun with marketing this movie. And I would say like the lead up to Deadpool was almost as much fun as actually seeing the final product. But still, uh, I really loved the movie. It was incredibly refreshing. Uh, Brian, uh, have you ever been like an X Men fan or like a comic book fan? Yeah, going into this movie, a- absolutely. I grew up a comic book fan. Um, me and my brother, we just went through and saw, uh, I haven't seen my comic books in a while. They were at my parents and we just went through them again recently and it brought back a lot of good memories, but it's been a while, but yeah, absolutely. Big, big X-Men Wolverine fan and all that kind of stuff. Where, uh, did you know anything like about Deadpool before going into this movie? No, I didn't. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I'd, I'd never really, um, known that much about Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the cool thing about this movie, though. Um, a lot of people are say there's a lot of people bandwagoning on Deadpool, but I think this is the perfect way to sort of introduce this character yeah. to the masses because Deadpool is not exactly the oldest comic book character. He's only been around since, like, 1991. Right. Uh, and, you know, in comic years, that's that's a pretty long time, but, you know, standard, you know, 25 years for a comic character, you know, you got Batman who's been around for damn near a century at this well, point. Well, it's pretty hard to bandwagon on a rated-R superhero movie. That's true. <laughs> so that's true. Again, though, that's what was so just ultimately refreshing yeah. about seeing this movie how it basically took a lot of those things you see from the other superhero movies in particular oh before we go any further too yeah. i just want to mention there are going to be spoilers all over this podcast so <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie maybe go see deadpool now and then come back and listen to this because we're going to talk about all of the juicy yeah we're parts. making the assumption like, that uh, you've seen it when we do yes. this uh podcast mm-hmm. yeah like that scene at the very end of the film where deadpool just got done having the confrontation with ajax uh, the guy who was trying to get revenge on francis? the entire movie francis yes and um basically colossus was giving him like this big hero speech you know you don't have to you know kill them you know you can give them a second chance and it just goes on and on and then you're just like oh deadpool's gonna totally shoot him in the head mm-hmm. and when he does it you're just like oh if this were any other superhero movie that would have not happened but here in deadpool they went like full anti the entire time and just there's almost so many scenes from the film, like, just as we're talking about it, like, I'm reminded of scenes that I completely forgot about, like the scene where uh, he's interrogating people and he's about to kill the guy with the Zamboni. I yeah. that was pretty freaking yeah. awesome. Completely slipped my mind when yeah. I left the theater. Yeah. yeah like, it was like, very funny, for there's sure. There's so many, like, jokes per minute. You almost need to see the movie twice yeah. to really get everything. Yeah. And I also thought uh, the ending, the post-credit scenes was really great. Mm-hmm. I saw something on Imgur the next day. Did you stay for the post-credits? I didn't stay. I saw a lot of people stay, and I I thought I probably should have, mm-hmm. but yeah. no. Well, what uh, happened? Let me see. What if I, I miss? Can, Corey, you walk him through it. Let me see if I can find an image. Uh, are you uh, a fan of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? By of course, case? yeah. Uh, the, the final shot of that movie where you know he finally gets out scot-free, he's back at his house, he's got his robes on, and then he starts breaking the fourth wall talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. They do the exact same thing with Deadpool. He's in Ferris Bueller's house. He's in full costume except that he's wearing the bathrobe and he walks up to the camera he's like what are you guys still doing here movie's over it's done are you expecting sam jackson and an eye patch and some cheap ass leather to just show up and talk about the next movie it's done go home and then he walks into the room and that's it and then he walks back out again and he starts talking about the possibilities of a sequel about <laughs> new characters showing up like cable from the x-men he says that dolph lundgren could play him and he just keeps going on and on and on about it and then it finally ends with him doing that riff from the ferris bueller song which was the uh, uh. like that was it right there it was the perfect post-credit scene for deadpool because there was no way that they were going to play it serious yeah. whatsoever especially in a movie like that and another thing that i was worried about going in that movie was the comedy because i thought it, it might have been a little overbearing at first because deadpool's a character who loves to get up in your face and break the fourth wall all the time i thought maybe that might have gotten irritating but i wanted more of it as the movie was going on especially when he was in full costume towards the end of the movie and i thought they did a great job of that of course a lot of that has to do with ryan reynolds who was just absolutely born to play this character like years ago before like there was even an announcement for a deadpool movie when we were like in high school and stuff and talking about it i love (laughs) i love how he referenced the nothing in green though when they when he was talking about the costume (laughs) oh yeah yeah nothing in green please nothing in green even at the beginning when they did that uh that amazing credit sequence uh one of those guys who was in the uh the car that was oh my god yeah that that was that that kind of set the whole tone for how do they do that how in the world do they do that um with a lot of money 
and an okay. army of people. Okay. see a lot of CG. That is, yeah, it's tons. <laughs> it's crazy. Because it's like a frozen 3D world yeah. that they were like yeah. flying through. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then on top of that, the text was hilarious because you're like, oh, they're going to do yeah. serious. And then, before and then you, know you see it, like a tea bag. Yeah, tea bag. <laughs> yeah. Overpaid douchebag for the director. Overpaid douchebag, <laughs> one CG character and one angsty teen, you know? So. It's true though that did like it set the tone for the home movie. Yeah. Like, okay, this is what we're in for yeah. for about the next hour and a half, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And it, it totally paid off. Um, I even said that it's probably my favorite X Men movie at this point, which I don't even know if you could count it as an X Men movie. Maybe more of a spinoff. But as far as I'm concerned, it's a part of the franchise. Even though it's they did poke fun at the the fact that uh, when they were getting taken away by Colossus, Deadpool was saying. Uh, which professor are we going to go see, McAvoy or Stewart? These timelines are getting really confusing. So I'm glad that they actually addressed that fact in the movie as well. Yeah, because like Patrick Stewart paid, played one of the uh, professors. He played the uh, older ex. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. uh, when they rebooted, they got a different actor. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of interesting that he's that self-aware, and he's like, wow, this is such a big house, and there never seems to be any. There's only two of you. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with that? It's like the studio couldn't afford better X-Men. That's, yeah, you know? I like that. that Oddly is. enough, though, of all the fourth uh, wall-breaking moments, my favorite one didn't even come from Deadpool. It was from uh, T.J. Miller's character, uh, who was playing the bartender and Deadpool's best friend, Weasel. Um, he had this great bit of dialogue where when Ryan Reynolds' character just figured out that he had cancer, he goes to the bar and he says, hey, there's this guy here's here to see you. I don't know, he looks a little dark and shady. Why don't you go see him? He might further the plot. <laughs> like, that was just, that was one of the best moments for me personally. Yeah, it was It was a good self-aware. Again, you know, it was like just saying, this is the universe we're doing. It's going to yeah. be like this guy. So mm-hmm. sort of interesting that they really uh, went with it. And if you ever go back and listen to any of the interviews with Ryan Reynolds, he talks about it's been about a 10-year process to actually get this film made. So mm-hmm. sort of uh, his love child to actually get it done. And they're definitely going to make more. Like what, like I said, with uh, 137, 150 million, they're definitely uh, doing a sequel. Mm-hmm. I think he even announced that, that they're even writing the script right now. There's no way they're not going to do a sequel. If not like some sort of like crossover, maybe with the other X-Men films, they're still... They're definitely uh, going to have Wolverine in the next one. Mm-hmm. I think well, that's obvious. You know, that Hugh Jackman, he's still doing one more Wolverine movie. And they're saying that yeah. after the success of Deadpool, there's a good chance that they can make it rated R. They can just go full all in on it. No, they announced that today that the last uh, Wolverine is going to be rated R. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, there, there's a small t- possibility Deadpool might even be in the film, which I think would be great. What, what about if they set that standard like Deadpool can't show up unless it's a rated R movie? Like they just like put a stake in the ground like that. So. Um, I mean, I guess. I mean, you don't want to neuter the character too much. Yeah. Like, if he appears, like, in this... St- I mean, can you really see Deadpool showing up, like, in X-Men Apocalypse? And, like, just being regular Deadpool <laughs> in those type of situations? It would be a little ridiculous. It yeah. almost it almost wouldn't fit. You know, in many ways, Deadpool does sort of fit, like, in his own universe. I mean, the scene at the end when he was, you know, looking at his girlfriend and he had the knife in his head and there were cartoons all over the place. Yeah. Like, just, you couldn't pull that no. off in any other superhero movie, but... Deadpool just it did it masterfully and it was just you know I was blown away by it I, I wasn't expecting much from the film I'm like yeah it's gonna be a fun action movie but the comedy really won me and uh the beautiful Marina Baccarin holy crap if I wasn't in love with that woman before Jesus Christ she is just gorgeous man I think you got to see her boobs I, <laughs> I'm not sure if you did but it was pretty damn close and, yeah and <laughs> That was another thing I liked about her character was a lot of the times in these superhero movies, they have these like forced relationships with characters that feel so fake. The relationship between Wade Wilson and his girlfriend felt so natural. It felt real, like they actually were a real couple. And it actually did sort of amplify the tension, even though you knew she was probably going to be saved by the end of the movie. Yeah, like it's it's a pretty traditional uh you know, story in that sense, you know, mm-hmm. guy gets girl at the end, but I think that they, uh, they had fun with it as much as they could, even at the end when they was all serious, like there's mm-hmm. a joke at the end when they're, you know, she takes off his mask and Hugh Jackman's face is stapled onto his face. And then they like yeah. peel it off. Yeah. And he still has a staple. Yeah. Like, I mean, how many off. Wolverine references were there in that? Definitely movie? the intro. Definitely mm-hmm. one in the middle and then one at the end. Mm-hmm. So at least in all three acts of the film, you know, yeah. there's some sort of Wolverine reference. And, uh, uh, the Ryan Reynolds actually jumped into uh, Hugh Jackman's interview that he was doing for his new movie, like Fly Eagle or whatever it's called. That's Eddie the Eagle. Eddie, Eddie the, the Eagle. Eagle. Yeah. So he just like stormed into one of the press interviews and interviewed Hugh Jackman and made him like talk about Deadpool and stuff. It was kind of funny. <laughs> you can find that on the internet. So yeah, overall, I say it was a good film, but 
it suffers from origin duty because you have to do that. You know, you got to spend <laughs> yeah. some time doing the origin of characters. So I mm -hmm. feel like if they did another one, just get into it, you know, like. Yeah, it did. You did you know. kind of fall back a little bit. Yeah, trying but, to catch up on who he was, but I had to, you know, yeah, you in order had to, I had especially. to, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a necessary evil for yeah. something, especially for a character like Deadpool, who is mostly only known to like hardcore comic book fans. But I think they got through the origin quick enough. And I think it was a smart decision that throughout the course of the movie, like they open up with some Deadpool action. Yes. You know, they immediately yeah. are like, all right, yeah. here's this character. Here's what he's about. And then every once in a while they would go back to his origin, come back to the present. Hell, one of the biggest things about this movie before it even came out was that big bridge scene, like the big yes. action chase scene on the bridge. That was like the centerpiece of the entire film, basically. Like they were on that bridge 90% of that movie. And then on the <laughs> final place, they were on the top of a boat that looked like a bridge. Mm -hmm. A know? lot of people said that the uh, the boat they were on at the end looked like a lot like the helicarrier from the uh, the Marvel movies, the one that's used by S.H.I.E.L.D. That's what oh, it kind of looked like, yeah. A lot of people were yeah, trying to I say maybe it was that. like an in-joke, like this was the yeah. one that crashed yeah. in uh, Captain oh, America. Okay. Even though the technically, because of the studio rights, they're not a part of the same universe, but we can pretend that they are. Hell, the fact that Deadpool mentions Samuel L. Jackson, I'm just going to say it's a part of the MCU. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. If anything, I would just love to see Deadpool interacting with, say, uh, like uh, Tony Stark, mm -hmm. Iron Man, like just... The dialogue they could write for that would be so amazing. Those characters playing off of each other. Throw in Ant-Man 2, it's just going to get ridiculous. Just the hilarity that could come from that. Not to mention just the badassery of seeing those characters together would be just so much fun. Yeah, it would be nice to see Robert Downey Jr. and Paul Rudd and then uh, Ryan Reynolds all acting together. That would be a cool concept. It, it's, it's almost too much, really, when you think about it. And, and, I mean, we're getting even closer with all this Infinity War stuff that's coming up. Mm. It's just it's going to get even more crazy from here. But... The best thing about the movie for me at the end of the day is since it was a successful R-rated superhero movie, it's going to open the floodgates yeah. for all these other new R-rated superhero films. It just, what are they going to be? Because um, I think there's a fine line between, you know, being like a hard R and just being like a hard PG-13 because reading the reviews for this movie before I saw it, everybody's like, this is the most gory, violent thing you've ever seen. And maybe I'm just desensitized as hell, but it really didn't seem all that no. bad. To be per I mean, there was I like, mean, it's were... not for kids, but I, I cringed a you couple did, times. Really? I cringed. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally desensitized. Yeah, okay. I, cr I, cr sick I, I cringed a couple times, but I mean, that's what what part do you it's remember? Borderline at any point? What part uh, was it? Oh man, I can't remember the the shish kebab when he's like, "But that guy just fucking shish kebab that bad guy." <laughs> no, I can't remember exactly when, but I I remember cringing. I think the uh, I thought it was uh, pretty crazy whenever he was fighting Colossus Deadpool for the first time mm. and was just breaking all of his legs and his arms. Oh, yeah, and his like, arm. Yeah. yeah that, he's like, yeah. fuck you, man. <laughs> and he just, like, smacks him and breaks his yeah. arm. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I thought. And also that makes Deadpool not seem ridiculously powerful. Because, by the way, in the comics, it gets to a point where Deadpool is just too powerful like he can just kill anyone because he just can't get stopped you know eventually yeah. he'll just get you it's like so. you either don't defeat deadpool in the comics or you find a way to like incapacitate him so that he can't mess you up yeah it's like, never that like, seems like the only him. way to beat him actually yeah you like you just break all his legs and then run away mm -hmm. you know and then get out of there. <laughs> uh because you can never really kill him yeah so it's sort of interesting that they didn't and also one of his powers is the ability to warp and they didn't get into that in the movies. Mm -hmm. like, I think that would have oh, maybe okay. been a yeah, little I didn't know anything about that. Might that might have been a little too ridiculous. If he could like, maybe if they added that into the film, maybe we'll say that. It's coming later. eventually. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that he's going to be able to warp, you know, like just like Nightcrawler style. Mm -hmm. That is one of his powers, but for some reason that wasn't in the movie at all. They save it for the next one. Yeah, they'll save it for the next one. <laughs> and uh, uh Colossus by the way, um probably one of the best representations of any X-Men character that I've seen on film. We've seen Colossus in, I think he was in X2. He appeared for like a whole two seconds, and then they put him in X-Men The Last Stand, which was the third one of the original trilogy, which was not very good. And again, he's in that for maybe two minutes. Um, this time they gave him a big supporting role. He actually looked just like the character, and he was in like his full mutant state like the entire time. Like They never showed him as a normal human and uh, the I'm, other X-Men character, uh, the Negasonic teenage warhead. I don't really like her character that much, but at least she had a costume that wasn't all black leather. There was color in it. It looked like an X-Men costume, yeah. which if, if Hugh Jackman is going to play Wolverine one more time, I better see his ass in some yellow spandex. That's all <laughs> I got to say. They did sort of reference that in one of uh, Megasonic Teenage Warhead. Do you see like her outfit there? Mm -hmm. They did give some yellow to it. Finally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it just, 
it pops so much more. It looks more like a comic book outfit. Nice Colossus. You know, it just it, it works uh, so well. I loved Colossus eating the cereal. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> I don't even really barely remember that. When they first showed just like with the little spoon. Yeah, with the little spoon just eating. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, so Colossus never transforms back into a human ever. That's something a movie's made up. Uh, no, in the comics, he can, he can actually, like, the whole point of his power is, like, he can put this, like, metal plating all over his body, and he can even, I think, touch certain people and, like, mm-hmm. make it go on their bodies as well, but they just decided, it. screw it, we're just gonna, you know, leave him as Colossus the entire time, and frankly, I'm okay with that, it just, it made it feel even more like a comic book movie, that and the fact that Deadpool had white eyes, which, I still think that's the best decision yeah. that they made for that costume, it just... <laughs> To some people, they might seem like lifeless. To me, it actually makes the character seem more expressive. Yeah, I think it's way better because without the white eyes, like you even see in some of the early renditions of his costume throughout the beginning of the movie when he's like testing out his superheroes mm-hmm. chops, he uh, like his uh, his choice to make his costume red so people can't see mm-hmm. him bleed because he he loses all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like he's invincible, and uh, you see his eyes and even some of the early red uh, like sweater looking outfits he made. And they, they don't look good, you know, I th- or maybe they made a point to make it look bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But the point is that uh, it's it's not as good. And they just have a little bit of CGI to animate the eyes. It doesn't seem like it's over. It's not actually animating his face. It doesn't seem that way. Mm-hmm. It no. seems like it's just the eyes. And the movie in general didn't come across as too CGI'd. Yeah. yeah. I think the only character who kind of crossed that line was Colossus. Of course. But yeah. at the same time. I'm okay with it. I just I thought he looked awesome, and he was just like the character was in the comics, just incredibly chivalrous. You know, he's a big badass, but he doesn't really want to fight the entire time. So, definitely the best portrayal of that character on screen, and I think the best portrayal of any X Men. Period. Yeah, it looked uh, it was pretty good, and uh, Megasonic Teenage Warhead didn't have all that much going on, but I was fine with her. I didn't mind. I'm just know? I'm surprised they chose. You know, Deadpool's a fairly obscure character, definitely not anymore. Um, but Negasonic Teenage Warhead is like a character who appeared in the comics for like only a couple pages and then she was like destroyed. Originally in this movie, there was another character, his name was Cannonball. And like his whole deal is like he powers himself up and he rams into things, which is exactly what she does. So they sort of like took her role and combined it with his. Like I, it's pretty obvious uh, they had bigger ambitions for this movie, like when they were making it, like they wanted to do more heroes, more villains and everything. And I think there was definitely a budget concern towards the end of filming and they had to cut a lot of things short. And that kind of goes in line with what I think the weakest element of the movie was, which I can say this for just about any Marvel movie or in any comic book movie, uh, except for a few, is that the villain I thought was probably the weakest element. Just They really... got a British guy, Corey. A British guy. <laughs> yeah, That's all you really yeah. need. Yeah, but just... The Jaguar a, commercials a are right. A slightly mutant British guy. But I mean, which is, I don't know. I wanted something really elaborate to go up against Deadpool, you know what I mean? And it, was, it just basically ended up being a really tough guy with axes. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think that's been the biggest issue for a lot of these movies is just finding a villain that's actually really good. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like I love those movies. I think they're great. They're definitely flawed, but they all have terrible villains. They're all cookie cutter. They're all just uninteresting. I think the closest I got to liking was that was, uh, uh, Wolverine where he had to fight a giant samurai. Definitely not that one. <laughs> God, that sucks. Um, I was going to say, what's his name from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, the guy with the hammer. I completely Thor? forgot his name. Not Thor. <laughs> Not the Thor. other, the blue Thor. Uh, the blue, blue Thor. Thor. <laughs> the, the, the member of the Kree. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. I feel He's bad that good, him. huh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's that's my point. Like, I can't even remember. Ronan the Accuser. Ronan. Ronan. Ronan the Accuser. played by the same guy that does the uh, Elfin King in The Hobbit, if you're aware of that. Which one? There's like fifty. Of them in the the Hobbit movies, the three. You know, the uh, the guy that played. Oh well, the uh, the original blonde uh, king that has the uh, scar from the dragon fire. Ah, he hides. Okay. Yeah, same actor. Really? Yeah. Huh. Thor the Accuser. They also have that awesome dance off scene with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull that up. I'd like to say that Guardians is still probably my favorite Marvel movie at this point maybe in terms of like execution and story and just total movie overall being unique yeah Yeah. like just as a movie it's definitely the best because you know it's setting the stage for things that are going to be happening later in those movies they have bigger plans but it stands alone i think as well you know whenever i watch like the avengers or any of those i'm like this is good but this is basically just a, a big advertisement for the next movie that's going to be coming out guardians completely stood on its own which Again, don't you want to see Deadpool interacting with these weird motherfuckers in space? Like, that would be so freaking crazy. It would be great. 
Ugh, the sequels write themselves with these. It'd be fantastic. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy, Brian? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they have the... Uh, I think they just announced that Kurt Russell, he's going to be uh, in the sequel. I think it's just called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You think he's so, going to play the dad? That's what everybody's saying. He's going to be Star-Lord's dad. <laughs> which <laughs> we're watching him thrust as we speak. Um, that would be pretty awesome. Him you know, and Deadpool would get along. Oh, that would be great. Exactly. Him, Star-Lord... Iron Man, Ant-Man all together. It'd be almost too much. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing them dance. That's hilarious, you know. Well, it is a real set. That's the thing, you know. I mean, they got some green screen in the back, but it's pretty much a real set of uh, some big-ass burnt-up spaceship in the background and stuff. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so they do have blooper reels where they did dance. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're filming that right now in Atlanta. Is that right? Yep, right Where now at? with uh, with a Pinewood Studios south okay. of Atlanta. Uh, don't worry, I can tell you where that is, guys, because there's no fucking way you're getting in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you <have to> <laughs> locked down. You ain't just walking in there and say, "Hey, can I go on the Guardian set?" Mm-hmm. Um, they're yeah. shooting it with a Red Dragon, uh, Red Dragon weapons, which are 8K cameras. Ooh, so good for special effects, I guess, because you can yeah. you know, crop, zoom in, or you just get a ton of extra resolution, so you can like uh, do all your special effects and stuff. Which is interesting. But uh, uh, I knew one guy who helped the uh, crew came in and helped them all do all the camera tests. So I think they mm. got like eight cameras and probably like two or three teams doing that film. Probably take like three months to make that whole movie. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy if you think about it. And what do they make? A hundred how, how much? hundred million? That film's probably going to debut at least a hundred, hundred and fifty. Yeah. For the first weekend. What did Deadpool do? Broke the record, 150? Yeah. Which so. is pretty damn good for a February opening. I mean, February is a pretty dead month for movies. It did open against Zoolander 2, and it did yeah, all right. That, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. I kind of I don't know how to, to feel that. about Zoolander, because I, I, I didn't really care much about the first one that much. I liked the uh, the garage scene, or the gas station scene. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked Zoolander, the original. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. And Will Ferrell's it's good comedy. Will Ferrell doesn't make anything bad except no. uh yes he does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he makes uh what's that one Make Me Hard or <laughs> Kevin Hart movie where he's like harden up or whatever it yeah, was. Get or, hard. Get hard. Get See, hard. I wasn't off. I wasn't too <laughs> off there. It was your, that was in your mind, Corey, that you made that perverted. <laughs> and uh but yeah, Will Ferrell. Well, he made that that uh, that basketball movie that wasn't too good. Well, yeah, yeah I I've heard they they've gotten a little mundane. Uh but Will Ferrell is still one of the greatest. I mean, I think he's earned his place yeah. amongst like the the funniest guys of all time. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I yeah. still I still love Step Brothers. Like, Step Brothers is every great. every year that becomes like a better comedy for me. I don't know why it's just so damn funny. You could go on and on with him. The ones where they let him just do what he wants, and there's barely a skit, and they're just like, "You guys just go, and we'll just take the best take that we got." Like they, <laughs> they come up with the craziest shit. I want to see Will Ferrell in the MCU. I don't know how. <laughs> they, I don't know how they could include him. Like, what type of character he could play? Maybe find another type of comedic character. I would just love to see him interacting with those other guys. It'd be great. <laughs> I just feel like, uh, is after what film was it? After like Ricky Bobby? I just, I, I think it's hit or miss. <laughs> after Talladega Nights, you nice. know, it's just been a, a little hit or miss. You don't you like know? Ricky Bobby? You no, I do. Wait, I what do you, what do you got wrong? I'm including oh, after that, film. that. Okay. including after that. You know, <laughs> doing it for like little six pound ain't out Jesus. Eight ounce Jesus. What is it? Love that money. Woo! Uh, Love that money. <laughs> this this dinner is brought to you by Doritos. <laughs> Fig Newton sponsoring his windshield. Blue Powerade. Blue Powerade. <laughs> and uh uh Brought to you by Mountain Berry Blast. <laughs> <laughs> it quenches your thirst. It's delicious. Oh my god. What's that what's that line that uh the other actor that's Ricky Bobby's friend has about being Jesus? Shake and bake. Oh. oh yeah, shake and bake. John C. Riley? Yeah, his whole speech. Like, I like to imagine Jesus is like a rock star and I'm like right there in the front row and there's this huge angel band playing and I'm hammered drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. That you can tell that whole scene, they're like, okay, these are kind of the points we need you to hit, but you can get there however you want. You know? <laughs> Just pretend you're sponsored by this shit, you know, and like they pull into that. The first shot's that wide shot of the house, and there's like eight cars in front of it, you know, because why not? They're well, yeah, shit. We're, we're in Mooresville, North Carolina. Yeah. Why not? Love that money. <laughs> and uh, apparently that house was haunted. 
Oh God! In that one random scene, he's like, he's like, dude, why are you calling me? You took my house. He's like, no, man, it's scary here, you know. <laughs> or, or John C. Riley's uh, uh, lines where he admits to Will Ferrell when he's sick in the hospital that he did gay porn, and what was his alias? Uh, my concho. My, my concho. concho. And I just want to let you know, I spread my butt cheeks as my concho. <laughs> I don't know when why. I when I first started uh, when I got my PS3, that was one of the first names because you can create like your very own names and everything. I wanted to do my concho. It was taken. Mm. <laughs> I wonder why. Who'd have thought? Yeah, <laughs> someone had to do that. Yeah, but Will Ferrell's done some good stuff. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to shit on him, but everyone makes some stinkers nowadays. And uh, I think I actually read an article. Uh, it was stemming from the whole controversy of the Oscars, you know, because like. Uh, I don't know. I think we even talked about this last time. Yeah, we talked this like two episodes ago about the whole... Uh... Yeah, yeah, the controversy of the Oscars saying it's all white people that got nominated and not enough black actors. Um, but it came out of there and they said, you know, you shouldn't be mad because one year it's like this. Because what you should do is even look at some of the most powerful directors. And they even have like off, uh, off movies, off years. You know, he's like, so it just so happened this year it's like this. And uh, you don't even see all that much people um, point out the history of the Oscars. Well, you could go back to the early, early Oscars and say, yeah, only white. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's very different time. But if you look at like the eighties to now, it's not as skewed as you think, but Mm -hmm. no one points that out because it doesn't support their points, you know? And they're saying like, you know, uh, JJ Abrams has missed the mark. Uh, Spielberg's missed the mark. And, uh, I think I'm referring actually to the, um, um, angry video game nerd, not angry video game (laughs) nerd. Uh, uh, we've met him before. Nostalgia critic? Nostalgia critic. Doug Walker? Yeah, when he talks yeah. about uh, actors who have missed the mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not actors, directors. And he he made that whole film. Do you remember uh, what that video was called? I'm, I want to... Oh, I have no idea. He does so many editorials now, it's hard to keep up. Yeah, I have to look it up. It's on Channel Awesome on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was just talking about that. And I think that that actually is a good point that uh, you just got to realize that... Um, uh, oh, he's still on YouTube, man? Yeah. He's still on that YouTube train. Yeah, he's been doing that for like the last week and a half, man. Just, Interesting. He, he isn't stopping on that. You know, he's he's really, really trying to make people like aware you know, of it. Aware of it, yeah, big time. But we're we've been aware of it for years. Just so the only just people pre- that have to deal with it, yeah. are us. Yeah, and everyone just, else. He's preaching care. to the choir. Which Brian, if you don't know, one of the biggest things that's going on in YouTube right now is all of this copyright and fair use stuff. Where basically, let's say we do like a review of Deadpool and we want to use clips from the movie. Under fair use law, if we use like a clip from the film that we talk over and we analyze, that should be okay, but that's not going to stop 20th Century Fox from saying, nope, you can't do that. Not only are we going to take your video, but we're going to profit from it as well. Your video is now our video. And that's become a real big problem in uh, YouTube over the last couple of months, but it's always been a problem with YouTube, period. It just seems like over the last year, they've been getting a lot more stricter with it. And there are people who will release like a family video of themselves and their cat, and it'll get taken down. Just because maybe there's a song playing in the background or something. And it, it's, it's starting to get really, really ridiculous. But this is something that we've battled with ourselves. We have a YouTube page where we review anime and stuff. And we've done a few videos in the past that have gotten taken down. Because we include pictures or there's wow. something in the background. It's just... Or nothing and they'll just flag it. But YouTube's stance is flag it first, figure it out later. And, yeah. the, pro- and the problem with YouTube is when you want to fix something, there's no human to talk to. It's, yeah. it's all just right. automated responses Forms. Through emails, forums, which I've had shitty answers. Yeah, I've had one or two get taken down by YouTube, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't used them in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I switched over to Vimeo and have not been back yet. Yeah. In terms of like you know for like business use and that type of stuff, Vimeo is the way to go. Yeah, because there's just no ads, such less rest- exactly no ads, less restrictions and yeah. everything. But we've been doing this YouTube thing for so long that it's yeah. kind of like a part of our DNA at this point. Yeah. Well, the other thing you got to realize is that. Uh, uh, if you want viewers strictly to watch your videos online, right. you right. need YouTube. Yeah. You, you just want to deliver content yeah. to, to, it's a necessary evil, to clients, sure. you can use Vimeo. You know, you can even download from Vimeo, which is a feature I wish YouTube would say you could enable, you know, where people that watch your stuff could download it if they want. Mm-hmm. You have to go through some backwards-ass way to get stuff yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, there's, there's a way, but yeah, well, it's, it's not, not real. Yeah, and it also, if it's a 1080 video, the only way to get it is a 720p rip. Like right. I never can find a way to get it on 1080 and stuff like that. So it's sort of interesting that uh, YouTube doesn't follow Vimeo and their thumbnail system is so much better Yeah, that you can like scroll through the video yeah. and find a thumbnail or upload your own yeah. or do whatever you want. Like, uh, 
YouTube could learn from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially with their whole strike system, if you get like one single strike, you can only make a 15 minute video. You can't choose your thumbnails. It's all completely random. So that's why you're always like for people like us who have thousands of videos, we have to be really careful about what we release sometimes because it can only take one or two videos and we're screwed. Wow, that's I didn't it. know that. Yeah. Wow. They pull your your stuff very quickly, like mm-hmm. your ability to profit. Or, you know, isn't that crazy? Like one guy, he uh, he does video game reviews all the time. And he had included some music from some of the video games and some of the stuff. And then like companies like Sony or Nintendo will come in and say, nope, all your video library is now ours. And they won't take it down. They'll just say the ads that run will now go to us. No way. So they'll pretty much steal all your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, 50-50, guys. This is how we're doing it from now on. Wow. Nope. It's all ours now. If we've deemed that 15-second thing where you use that Michael Jackson song was our content, then we will now hijack your whole video. Wow. It doesn't matter that you built a user base to get you a million views per video. None of that matters, which is bullshit. And then you're mad, so you're like, let me call YouTube. Oh, wait, I can only send an email to nothing <laughs> and hope someone cares. And you're not going to hear back from them for about three to three weeks to like two months. Yeah. So, I mean, you're screwed either way. And uh, literally the best guys don't even know how to get in touch with YouTube. Maybe the inside guys, like your PewDiePies. And all the, all like, the YouTube red whores definitely know. Mm-hmm. They, they have some sort of access that we do not have. Which The YouTube that's another. Whores. I don't like YouTube red. It's, it's turning everything into like this class system that I'm not really a big fan of. Do you know what YouTube red is? Nope. Oh, it's like your, uh, like where you can pay YouTube to be a YouTube red member. And then you can go get access to extra content that some channels make and no ads. So it's kind of useful like that. But it's really YouTube trying to uh, make you pay for YouTube. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're trying. They and can give you a subscription. They will. Yeah. And it might be working. What do you think, Corey? YouTube red numbers? I don't know. It's hard. Releasing? They're definitely pushing it, though, because even when we went and saw Deadpool on Friday, uh, there was a lot of YouTube red ads, like, right before we started, right before they got to the movie trailers. They even showed stuff for, like, some of the shows that PewDiePie is working on and some of those other guys who do those videos for such a long time. And just, there's really nothing all that special about it. I wish there was, like, some analytics out there that we could look at to see, like, how well YouTube Red is doing. Because I don't know anybody who's purchased it yet. It's, it's hard to do well when you raise your prices. Mm-hmm. And especially when your starting price is zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's real hard to raise that price, for sure. And, I mean, a lot of those ads, you can straight out skip. Yeah. You know, I'm like, if you can't wait 30 seconds to watch a video, I mean, just... I don't know. We were lucky enough to grow up in the generation to be a little more uh, patient about these type of things. But the, I think the next generation, they're, they're going to go into the whole YouTube red zone just because, I mean, they don't want to have to sit through those ads. Yeah. But like I said, half that's of them true. just hit skip button and that's, that's true. it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Um, but there's no way I'm going to pay that fee to skip those ads when I can just wait a couple of seconds to get past them. Just, I don't know. I don't see it being all that successful. But like I said, I don't know. There's no analytics for it. They haven't released anything about how successful it's been or how bad it's doing. And like I said, I don't know anybody who has signed up for the service at all. Nobody's talking about it, but it's out there. So. I don't know. I wish I, I can't find the numbers yet of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how many people have signed up. And you can't up. just Google it. I've tried. I've tried to look up, like, all this stuff about YouTube Red, but nothing. It's just all completely in the dark. Like, it really doesn't exist. It's strange. It's an yeah. anomaly. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, hopefully it's successful, but I also, I actually hope it's successful. But I hope it changes in a way where you're actually like, what about if uh, uh, YouTube was kind of like Netflix? And if you pay for YouTube Red, you get that. that and you get a whole bunch of movies, yeah. you know? Like, if they did that, and then YouTube actually became, like, another Netflix, because Netflix is killing it. You know, like, they, like, sponsor shows to be made, like House of Cards. Um, mm-hmm. Bill Burr has a show. Uh, F is for Family. Like, he's a famous comedian. Yeah. They got an animated show. Mm-hmm. New Daredevil's about to come out. New Daredevil. Did you see Jessica, that trailer? Is yeah. it Jessica Jones? Uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, all this is sponsored by, by, uh, by uh, Netflix. So imagine if YouTube became that. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. But they'd have to – they're there's, not offering videos and stuff. You know, and I, I, I love the giving a additional choice over satellite and cable. I mean, like add YouTube in there and the, the Amazon Primes, you know, that all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, YouTube Red, you got to have some, some real substance to back it. But, I mean, go for it. I'm not going to be on there yet. <laughs> but uh, get some shows like House of Cards and stuff like that. I mean, that attracts people to you. That's, that's one of the reasons why people go to Netflix. 
And that's the thing. They don't really have anything all that substantial. No, they don't. Right. It's like, watch the new PewDiePie show or Uh... just continue to watch regular (laughs) PewDiePie on YouTube. It's really up to you. Right. It's pretty much the same exact concept. Um, Maybe they can get away with a few more things. Maybe the budget is slightly higher. But everything that I've seen that they've offered so far, just it looks like normal stuff that you would see on cable TV and really nothing all that special. So Um, and there's definitely not any like you know, shows like, say, House of Cards or Daredevil or, you know, that type of stuff that I've seen of that, like, quality uh, yet. Even the uh, the Kimmy Schmidt show on freaking Netflix. Like, there's nothing of that quality quite yet. The Kimmy this, Schmidt? Yeah. Is this Kimmy. show... The... Kimmy! Anyway, that's a, that's a show called This show's not on YouTube Red yet? No. No. This show? This show. No, nah, yeah. People <laughs> gotta pay $500 for oh, that. Episode. Oh, I, that's what I figured. Her episode. That's Her what I figured. episode. Subscribe to nothing, bitches. <laughs> pay for each one. No, if you're listening free. to this, you are now being charged. You're now being charged. <laughs> it's uncancelable. Uncancelable. Check your wallet, bitches. It's too late. <laughs> Done spent it. It's in the Cayman Islands. Uh, but no, this show is free. And that's the way it's probably going to always be. Hopefully we get enough. The way you monetize a show like this is you get enough viewers per episode. Like you can say, hey, guys, I get 5,000 views right. per episode. Does someone want me to say, buy this shit before I start? This, sponsored th- by yeah, sponsored Drone by. Media Solutions. Yeah, Drone Media Solutions. <laughs> I, oh, you want to pay? I didn't know, man. And uh, yeah, by the free, way. Free plug. Brian, uh, <laughs> Brian owns a drone company that records real estate videos. And they're, he's good at it, guys. And he's sponsoring this show. <laughs> first so, sponsor. First sponsor ever. We did have a Dollar Shave Club on our YouTube channel once. Really? I think I showed you a video of those back in the day. No, yeah. no, I probably showed someone else. But we were we were hawking those fucking nice. razors, you know? And uh, everyone got pissed. They're like, I fucking <laughs> just skipped a vi- skipped an ad. Now there's another ad. No. It definitely backfired at yeah, first. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah, but we just made all sorts of money, right, Corey? You guys are rolling in the dough in the because of dough. it. Yeah. Mm, we made nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was sad. Like it, it didn't take long either. Like the first ad we put out, like the first comment was like, "What is this fucking ad bullshit?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like that was the first thing. We're like, like succumb to it because yeah. it's staying. You guys let us know if you don't like something. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you know. It's YouTube. I think a lot of the comments were like, because uh, it would take up like the first 30 seconds of every video. People would like skip to 35 seconds. That's when the real review starts. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was the, that was a lot of the comments yeah. for a while. <laughs> so we eventually gave up on that. Yeah. It is what it is. Ads uh, are ads, man. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, and our audience for some reason wasn't interested in Razor subscriptions. I wonder we why. That's we weird. tried. You know, we actually have a demographic that's like mostly 18 to 35. So. Corey, Corey followers that are. That are what? Corey with the nice shaved yeah. head. How do you think that happens? <laughs> you know? it to happen. be fair, Dollar Shave Club's razors were pretty nice. Okay. Yeah. And we're no. not even coming from just... coming from someone that knows. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding either. They were some damn quality razors. They were. You know? They were good. And send uh, us another check. Send us that check. Where's that razor money? Where's that razor money? Seriously. Yeah. So I the mean, best they... thing about them though is that they kind of let us do what we want. Like we we could like say really messed up shit as long as we just mentioned oh yeah and the razors kick ass too. Did you did y'all hear the um, I don't know after the Super Bowl whenever Peyton won uh, they came over and they asked him of course they're asking him questions about about um, you know are you retiring or whatever what are you doing and he he says well I don't know I'm gonna go drink some Budweiser or something along those lines. After I take my they, kids to Disneyland. No, he didn't say anything about I know, Disneyland. I know. I'm but just but that's back. the normal. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. That is yeah, the normal thing to who say. Who was it that broke that? Uh, yeah, that uh, home run record. Yeah, and they're like, what are you doing? Taking my family to Disneyland right. and making that extra million. But that they they the Budweiser drop. They put a they put a value on it today, thirteen or maybe yesterday. I'm not sure. Thirteen million dollars is how much that reference was worth to Budweiser. That's not now. He didn't get paid that. But that's how much it was worth to their company. I mean, one little name drop, $13 million. It's crazy. <sighs> that's crazy. I mean, when you're the king of the damn Super Bowl, though, and you, you drop that, though. And it was. I don't think it was the most clever drop. It was a little clumsy and, and definitely seemed very scripted. Yeah. Like, he planned that. Like, Well, he owns a couple Budweiser distributors in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> and is, he's got, whatever, 20 
Papa John's in Colorado. Oh, really? He does? Yeah, and he like oh, won the game. The he went and shot. Guy. Oh, yeah, him yeah, and Papa. Like, is that the fucking Papa buddy? John's yeah. guy? Is that Papa? What is that guy doing on the field right now? Yeah. I'm glad he stayed sober <laughs> <laughs> this oh. game. Papa John. Oh, does he get fucked oh, up? Google Papa John at uh, like a Louisville game. Oh, really? This he gets I've hammered. Got you got, oh, yeah, he gets he gets blasted. Um, he's a good guy, though. Google his house after you Google that. Google the size of his house because it's ridiculous. I mean, he owns one of the biggest. <laughs> yeah. You know. But anyway, so that's why Peyton dropped the name was because mm-hmm. of those things. But. A little freebie to the oh to the hell company. yeah guys look at that dude he is fucked oh <laughs> uh, look now. there he is <laughs> oh my god look at that yeah ingredients fucked. pizza butter <laughs> John's papa <laughs> he was wow look oh. at that guy I'm glad he made it to the end of the Super Bowl without <laughs> having to be carried away damn there's gotta that be more great. of that got, oh that's Ooh. the only one that I can find so far okay see his house oh my god I bet it's big oh my gosh. That's going to change mean, every I've, Papa John's commercial. I've, I've seen, seen some now. big houses, but I I haven't seen one this large yet. Woo! Holy shit. It's not small. <laughs> Pop it up there so we can see it. Uh, I'm trying to get better pictures because these are all tiny. Oh, they are tiny. Oh, yeah. It's got like a lake. He's got like an underground garage. entryway for his garage. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, why wouldn't There's you? like a moat. Why wouldn't you pretend you're Batman? Yeah, it's just one of my... You know, <laughs> uh, we'll just do large. There we go. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, that's pretty. That's the guest house. That's where the peasants live. You know, yeah, the workers <laughs> live there. Yeah, and even they look pretty damn good. He's got a fucking moat. They eat a lot of pizza. Oh, that's gross, man! I fucking hate pizza two nights sauce. in a row. You don't like pizza? I don't. Are you are you're not American? No, are I'm you American. Canadian. I'll fucking eat a goddamn hot dog any day of the week. But uh, I, it's just something about working in the movie industry, man. Everyone thinks they can feed a crew on a pizza. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. You'll be like, yeah, I just got done working six hours. Okay, ready? And fucking Little Caesars, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> so I know you thought it was clever that you could feed all of us with 15 bucks. Little Caesars yeah. is like the worst case scenario, though. Like, that, works, that's, yeah. If you're you going to buy me pizza, that, I mean, like, okay. But then we get to Little Caesars. Come on, man. That's like cardboard with cheese Come on. on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so and don't feel like you're crazy because you went with the one with meat on it that cost seven dollars instead Great. of five. OK, thank don't, you. Don't insult me with your cheap meat. <laughs> I could get gas station pizza. That's better. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, there's some good pizza out there. I like there is mushroom. good pizza out there. Uh, if you've had there, they have a Mediterranean pizza, which is awesome. And it comes with a Ezekiel sauce or Zeke sauce or what is that stuff? called? Ezekiel sauce. Ezekiel sauce. Zeke sauce. I don't no. know. It's some Greek Tzatziki. thing. Tzatziki sauce. Yeah. There yeah, we go. I'm fucking Not sick. everyone can get Mel Mushroom, though. Everyone can get Papa John's. That is yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I Papa mean, John's is, it as far as, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's look at his house. Obviously, everyone can you get know, Papa John's. Everyone's getting it. God yeah. damn. Fucking Papa. Yeah. I heard a guy that uh, uh, I knew a CEO of a um, motivational, I don't know what they are. What do you call that? Business consultants that yeah. come in and give big speeches, like the guy at Berkshire yeah. Hathaway that yeah. came in and gave the big speech. Tom Perry. Tom, Tom Perry. No, that's not his name. But whatever, close enough. Who cares? Uh, The point is, like that, and he comes in, 16,000 a speech in front of big companies, just dropping money left and right, very successful guy. And uh, he went to a meeting, and this Papa John's guy is just at the front of a board table fucking screaming and shit, you know, just hardcore. Well, he's a good leader. He has to be. His company's that successful. Yeah. But uh, he's just an intense guy, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. Especially when he's passed out drunk. Yeah. Fuck, man. Doing donuts in the Camaro in in front of his house. (laughs) Doing burnouts in the Camaro. His own own fucking racetrack over here. Look at this thing. Just doing. Just throwing pizza. Real life Ricky Bobby. Yeah, he's real life Ricky Bobby. Throwing pizza at people. (laughs) That is hilarious. Real life Ricky Bobby. No, uh, he's. Ricky Bobby don't have nothing on Papa John. Sorry. Damn, man. I fucking want. Look at this. He's got like. So much shit going on. Does he have a real name or is he just like the Papa John's guy? I'm sure he's got a real uh, name. Sure he's got, I could Google that in two seconds and find that out. But let Jack me let Daniels. this live up here for a minute. I just want that to God, That's freaking great. <laughs> I love it. So are these just like these two guys that he's. I don't know who these guys are. They're just trying to drag him back out to the car or like. They probably just saw him walking by hammered. And he's advertising is all over football. You know? Oh, it's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So. But he's a big Louisville fan. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. 
So maybe that's led to a little bit more. The face of a company right there. (laughs) Should I say this guy's name on our podcast? We're so famous. I don't know. Uh, We don't need to keep plugging all these. (laughs) There it is. Corey, you pronounce that. What's his name? Uh, John John Shatter. What is it? That sounds dirty. Schnatter? Schnatter. 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 (laughs) That's right in the Schnatter. Whatever, John. Uh, that's yeah. why. That's why it's Papa John. Papa John, yeah. not nothing to do with his last name. Yeah, Papa Schnatter. That <laughs> Papa would Schnatter. Well. That would not work. Papa Schnatter Pizza. <laughs> that ain't as interesting. Uh, Drinking too much, getting the Schnatter shits. God. <laughs> Papa John, pepperoncinis in every box. Hangover cure. <laughs> if you need a cure for the hangover, order a pizza as soon as you wake up. I wonder how much his company's worth. It doesn't say. Oh, come on. That, oof. Papa Billion? John's, a billion. I only say 300 million. No, I'm going to say a billion. A billion. A B word. I'm going to drop a B word on You're it. You're dropping a B word. At least. Up. I'm going to put a plus mark. I was closer. Oh, damn. Really? Uh, 240 million. 240 million? That's nothing. That's his net worth, anyway. Oh, okay, but that's how much is Papa John's worth, though? Uh, oh, he is worth six hundred million. Oh, but it's still not telling, or maybe that's his company. I can't tell. They're kind of all in the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's hard to tell whenever his when everyone calls him Papa John's. Yeah, it's like what is it? So six hundred million. That's pretty big. Okay, that's bigger than Facillo, Corey. It's pretty insane. I mean, it makes sense though. Yeah, Facillo is a fucking car dealer in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, this guy owns basically the second most successful pizza pizza restaurant in the United States. What's first, Pizza Hut? I'm gonna say Pizza Hut, just because they've been yeah. around long. Yeah, I never. I'm, I'm gonna I base that just all the stuff in crust. Like four years. Yes, Pizza Hut. Really? Guy. Yeah. Well, I've eaten Pizza Hut in like four days, man. <laughs> four, four, <laughs> four days. That's why it's number one. <laughs> Not me, man. I ain't the number one customer. I will tell you though, when I really want to get with a guilty pleasure on pizza, I go get an oven pizza with stuffed crust with cheese in the crust. And that shit. Why do why do other delivery people not have stuffed crust? I don't know. I mean, does does Pizza Hut have a patent on putting cheese crust? in bread? Yeah, putting <laughs> cheese in bread. <laughs> <laughs> we got that cheese like, and bread and sort of thing patent. No, no one touch that. And put some that sauce is proprietary in the proprietary <laughs> cheese and bread. Uh, yeah, see, our our cheese is a slightly. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, is really Pizza Hut the only place you can get stuffed crust? That's the only one I, you know, delivery. You know, you would think someone else would have some cheese in their crust. Uh, I found stuffed crust pizza recipes on Pinterest. Oh, anyone's interested? Actually, you can find any recipe. Maybe next show you can have that ready for Uh, us. Pinterest, a Pinterest themed episode. Corey, you down with that? I don't know about you guys. Have (laughs) Imtech have or you guys have a good. Pinterest? Pinterest page? Yeah, we've got many of Pinterest boards. <laughs> no, we have no Pinterest for MTech Pro Media. No, no, that's not. That doesn't exist, unfortunately. Man, I got to blow that up. Good. <laughs> yeah, he's a, couple, he's a couple bourbons deep. He's couple deep. pappies deep. Yeah, look at that. He's like, hold me up, boys. Wait, I'm posing. He looks Save like him. an older, drunker version of one of the greasers from Greece. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. I still got it, guys. I'm going to follow along. You know he left like his assistant like just like fuck you man. Yeah. I, I got this. Handler. I'm not that drunk. Okay. Fucking handler. Go or Louisville. 100 million. <laughs> fuck you. And then he walks off and then Go Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> or you know it's just a bad picture and we're just assholes. I'm not really Yeah, sure. he was like slipping. Maybe it's just like falling back. Yeah, maybe he said like hey hey. There's hey. no way that maybe he, he said very he's, politely. He's scared don't crowing right there. Dude. He had he some bad pizza. He had some bad pizza. He had some bad pizza. He got the Schneiders or whatever it was. Schnatters. Schnatters. <laughs> what I said, I, I think it still sounds good. <laughs> oh, fucking Papa John's guy. I'm I so sorry. Sh- we're shitting on you I so much. I just schnattered myself. Please go cry yourself to sleep with your $600 million. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, is there a Pizza Hut guy? Does that exist? The pizza. I don't think there's a Pizza Hut guy. <laughs> There's probably the CEO. There's, there's no face of the hut. Yeah. I think you Google that and it's like the the guy driving the car is the pizza hut guy. Yeah, that's about Basically. it. Basically. Yeah, that would be that would be about it. There's that famous uh picture of that. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> I love how this podcast has totally turned yeah, this devolved. this is con- completely made a, a one eighty, hasn't so, yeah, it? Yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> From Deadpool to, to John Schnatter. John Schnatter. <laughs> 
I'm learning a lot, though. I didn't know the guy's name before. I never saw this drunk picture before, which is friggin' legendary. I love I, it. He's totally scarecrow in the We could have ordered time. some pizza, great. you know, to make this whole thing come together. Yeah, we should have eaten some. We should have ordered some pizza. Yeah, we should have. That would have been great. Oh, this picture is kind of funny to me. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, playing for the right team, man. Well, I'm telling you what, you're are not you, going to be in a Coke truck drinking a Pepsi. Are you guys Atlantians? Atlantians. Uh, I yeah, mean, are you, raised, I guess you could say raised that. in a state. Let's say raised in the state. Yeah, Georgians. Are you Georgians? All Coca-Cola only kind of people. Uh, I like Coke more than Pepsi, so yeah. But I would never turn down. Or are you not? I mean, I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. See, that's is that a Coke like, or a Pepsi product? It's a Pepsi. It's a Pepsi like product. Do. I, I but I've seen little... it sold at places like you know we go to uh, the Firehouse Subs place and they have the uh, the Coke machine the machine uh, and it's got Dr Pepper in it. Really? Yeah. Then it's so, got to be a Coke product, right? But I've seen Dr Pepper at like at certain What's Pepsi the... places too. It's 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 weird. Mr Pib. What's the equivalent uh, other than Dr Pepper? <laughs> I guess that would be Mr Pib. Is that Mr Pib? Yeah. I guess there is I was no, never much of a pivot. There fan, is no though. equivalent to the twenty three flavors. Hell of no, Doctor Pepper Dr. is Pepper there. Doctor Pepper is the shit. I love it more than Forrest Gump, man. I love me some fucking Doctor Pepper. Wait, man. so who owns this? Let who me pull what? this what up. So, all right. Currently, the majority of Pepsi and Coke bottling Doctor Pepper are owned by PepsiCo and the Coca Cola. Um, okay. So they both own. Co- they they both so own they both own Doctor Pepper. Weird. Wow, that, that is weird. That you, you don't see that very often. Ever happened. Hmm. I mean, people are asking that though. That's a con- you know that's a common misconception. That yeah. I guess it is all the way um, since 08. Although if oh, I had to choose between Coke or Pepsi, I'd probably choose Coke. I think Pepsi's too I'm sweet. A, I'm a Pepsi guy, and that's only because I'm a North Carolina guy. And, mm. uh, that's not even that's South still. I know, but it's still. I guess it's Pepsi not, territory. It's not. Oh, really? That's Pepsi territory. I thought Georgia like, or I thought Atlanta would like lock down on all the states around. No, you know? no, that's Pepsi territory. You really? I don't know if you can hold it down though by like where you grow up, because like my dad grew up in Georgia, like, and he's a very proud Southerner. But his favorite baseball team is the Yankees. What? And he loves Pepsi. Wow, that's like, weird. He loves Pepsi, and he has this weird habit. Um, whenever he buys a Pepsi, he takes um, peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. And no, he puts my them... dad does that too. Oh, I'm he glad does... finally I met someone else. <laughs> my dad who does that does too. Absolutely. I always thought it was the weirdest thing, but yeah, he loves doing that. Yeah. Mine does Pepsi's too. and peanuts. Yeah, that is something I've yeah, never. Yeah, it like it gives before. it like a salty sweet, it's, and then when it's I, done, you I do it all the time. Eat yep. the peanuts, and they're all sweet and stuff. So yep. yeah, Pepsi and peanuts. Breaking, we're breaking barriers today, guys. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Look at these. There's just there's a lot Pepsi written about and this. Y'all have cheer wine here. Uh, in certain places, you can certain find places, cheer wine. Yeah, cheer wine, yeah, yeah. yeah. cheer wine's know, good too. I don't know what that is. You don't is know that, that is. Is that a soda? Yeah, that's like a soda. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that soda. North Carolina thing. Cheer wine, knee highs. Knee highs, yeah. Classic knee highs are really yep. good. But yeah, Dr. Pepper, man. Oh, that's not it. That's it Fuck for that. me. Yep. Shout out Gary Dr. Punch. He was a big knee high and peanut and the Pepsi fan. Ah, there we go. There it is. I've never actually looked it up. I just always thought my dad was you, weird as shit. You might, be, <laughs> you might be a redneck if yeah. <laughs> you put peanuts in your Pepsi. Interesting. Is that a real joke, or did you just make that up? I just made that up. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's a real joke. I'm sure someone would know it if you said it. I'm sure it's associated. It'd be a real hit joke, though. You know, there'd be that, like, one guy in the back, and be like, ha! I know that! "Ah." I'd say that goes for all of Jeff Foxworthy's jokes, though, to be honest. Yeah, that's true, too. There's, like... There it is. It looks disgusting. Yeah, it looks like you you got some some floaters up in your drink. No, no, they're right. <laughs> I guess you gotta love peanuts if you're gonna do it. I mean, you I like float, peanuts. You mean like someone like took a deuce in your cola or something? Yeah, it's like, like, it's like oh, a look at the pie. Look at the Pepsi and peanut pie. That's Pepsi and peanut. That's I would eat that. That does look good. I don't know, man. You think it's healthy? Nope. Can't. Who gives be. a shit? It's pie. <laughs> it's pie. Is it gluten free? Is it gluten free? Nothing yeah. about that is, pe- is healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like on a health food kick le- lately. I've been trying to I, trying. I'm getting married in a month and a half. I need to be on that kick. You got to, you know, you got to just eat good and try to work out and shit. Yeah. (laughs) Supposedly works out. (laughs) So, like, uh, do you feel the pressure to be in shape for your wedding? Is that, like, a real thing? Yeah, people talk about it. I don't. I get it. You want to look good when you're going down the aisle in the tux. I get it. Yeah, those pictures are, like, going to be fucking in your hallway forever. Forever. So you better look good for that one moment. I'll suck uh, it in. I'll just suck it in. (laughs) 
Just wear the just wear the t-shirt <laughs> with the tux on it. Yeah, temporary face I can't lift. do that. I would. Uh, I would tuxedo be. with the the t-shirt tux. <laughs> yeah. That would. That's funny to dudes. Chicks don't think that shit's funny at they all. Don't they, they don't care. Like, they they don't, don't have a sense of humor suit. on that day. Yeah. Maybe I got you a dress shirt, man. Yeah. <laughs> the top three buttons. You know, it's got three buttons at the top. That I counts. Had them put that in, so it's a button down. <laughs> like no, it doesn't work nope. that way. No, yeah, it's just it's interesting. Are you uh, are you ready for marriage? Are you you pumped? Nothing's oh, gonna change. Is, it, is is this this way? This is where this podcast yeah, it's where is it's going. going. I can go. I can go a different <laughs> direction. I'm sorry. I just marriage came up, so I'm trying to riff on. It. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. It'll That's be cool, man. Yeah, marriage is cool. Different different stages in life. Yeah, you got to grow up. You Actually, you don't up. have to grow up. Uh, yeah, right. You, you don't you have can, to grow up. That's a weird statement. You know, like where people say, oh, at this stage, you're this grown up at this right. number, you're that, you know, right. fuck all that. I think that numbers are sort of weird anyway. Yeah. It's just there is natural progression to each, to each their own. Absolutely. Yeah. You going to help me here, Corey? I got nothing okay. on that one. Anyway, man. guys, no. so you're, you're as old as you feel, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You're as old as you feel. I, I agree. If you're 80 years old and you want to go snowboard and do it. Who gives a shit? You'll break your not 80 yes it's, you're gonna probably die and <laughs> yeah your body cannot do that anymore but whatever you know i think if you do work out and like keep it going keep the machine you yeah. know lubricated and stuff you can make it till yeah. you know your 50s and 60s and be mobile 70s mobile you know after your 70s though i don't know dude my granddad is 89 or 90 just really? turned 90 it's this past uh maybe two or three weeks ago really awesome he's doing he's healthy as can be that's awesome has no problem moving around. I mean, it's got a little bit of a, a limp, but he's he gets around just fine by himself. I think 90 years old. You're allowed to. Yeah, one of my grandfathers passed away at 70, like three, cancer, and the other one's still going. I think he's like 90s too. Hmm. So it's like, dang. But cancer just sneaks up on you. You know, he was healthy too. And that's, that's I mean, he's he's got a mate. All he does is go fishing yeah. and watch football. Oh, really? Just yeah. hangs out? Got a good retired life? Yeah. I wonder, man. I like working so much. I don't know if I ever want to be retired. Yeah, I've been working since I was nine. I don't know how I'm going to like that, but. <laughs> Shit, I can't wait to retire. <laughs> retired sounds God. fun, but I like, what's the purpose? You know, Put I don't get it. Put your feet up, man. Chill. Relax. Put your feet up. I can wa- I can only watch like a week go by without me doing yeah. anything. And then I'd be like, oh, shit. You know, time to go do something. You yeah. Know? I'd learn how to work with wood. I can vacation vacation yeah I uh, full-time travel yeah. that would be fun that's expensive but i could do it yeah you know i figure if you make like fifty thousand a year like if you have your retirement lined up to do that you can probably travel a good bit you know 50 or 60 or something a year. have to have 50 or 60 to spend every yeah, year yeah you know yeah, i think you could do and you have a paid off yeah, house think, yeah and stuff like that you could figure that out you could go travel hey i would sign up for that cruise you know the cruise that goes year round it's year what? round a yeah year there's long? a cruise that you okay. can you can you. buy um uh, a room on a cruise ship as a condo. Okay. And it literally just travels around the world. It would be insane. I would I would definitely do that. Awesome actually, I think. Yeah, as long as you know you don't mind. That would be pretty cool actually. I would think Have that you ever would been be on fun. a cruise? Uh yeah. yeah, we've been on cruises. Yeah. They're fun. World cruises. Old people love them. Yeah, I mean, they don't require much work. You walk up, you go to yeah. an elevator, you go yeah. where there's food, you walk around, yeah. you lay around, you know. It's like being at the mall. I call it the speed dating of vacationing because you get, like, yeah. everything. Yeah, you get everything. <laughs> and here's the Bahamas. Be back in eight hours. Okay. Uh, now we're okay. Eat all you want. Okay, next place. Go. Come back. Go. Come back. We're going to drain the pool. We're going we're gonna to fill the pool up. Yeah. You can swim in it. Now we're going to drain it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun place. Man, you, can, I, you can gamble. Now you cannot gamble. You yeah. can gamble. Now you cannot gamble. Oh, man. Gambling is interesting because, like, every time I go in a – a gambletorium, whatever you call it. A gambletorium? A casino? Casino? Gambletorium. An auditorium where they gamble. Yeah. Gambletorium? Gambletorium. And uh, I just feel bad every time I see the old ladies on, like, oxygen smoking cigarettes in front of the fucking... Cha-ching. Hey, you know, man, they, they got their their retirement paid out $58 their... today, so they can they can, they can put $58 in that machine yeah, today. 30 in oxygen, you know, 28 and yeah. whatever, however much. Minus $3 right. for their tuna salad, yeah. and they're good <laughs> to go. And they don't eat it. They just smear it on themselves <laughs> to keep the old people's smell going. Make it know? smell around <laughs> them so they can use all the machines. <laughs> 
absorb it through osmosis. Is yeah. all good. Oh my god! <laughs> I just put a little bit on their cigarette to yeah. absorb it through that. It just makes me so sad. I'm like these zombie people here with their oxygen and their cigarettes. I've I've seen plenty of those. You you know I was a in the gambletorium. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a funny word. It worked out. Corey, you want to uh, uh, thank our sponsors? We I'm do gonna, have. I'm going to use that yeah. next time I go to the casino and I'm I'm sitting down. I was like, is this the gambletorium? Is this where everyone gambletories around? Auditorium. They're going to know that I'm a rookie. Yeah. They're gonna, or they're going to think I'm a rookie. That's your uh, that's your way in. That's my new way in. Yeah. Appreciate that. And just drop big chips. Is this okay? No. Can they stay there. <laughs> is this the gambletorium? <laughs> and everyone will be like, oh, come play at our table. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Corey, so do you want to uh, tell them about Rogue Intel? Uh, sure. Well, uh, before we go to that, Brian, thanks for being on the show today. Appreciate uh, it, guys. It was really, really fun having you on. We always love having guests. Um, but before we go today, just wrapping up the show, I want to take a moment to thank our network, Rogue Intel. Rogue Intel, they're awesome because they give the uh, us the ability to speak our minds and be ourselves, which is really awesome. So make sure to check out the other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. It doesn't cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. I also want to thank John Schnatter uh, and his... <laughs> Gambletorium for some. <laughs> I'm sorry. The gamble tor- that might be the funniest thing I've heard from you in a long time. Man. Well, Send us go. some pizza, John. Some <laughs> Extra pizza. pepperonis, please. Uh, yeah, they never fucking give us more than one. No schnatters. That's how you made that 600 mil. Fucking <laughs> skipping on them fucking peppers, man. <laughs> anyway, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and uh, thank you again, One Punch Brian, for coming on <laughs> and uh, being our guest. We really appreciated it. Thanks for and, listening, guys. Yep, yeah, no problem. And until next time, you guys, the powerful Nerdcast is out. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.